Good morning for Friday, January 2nd, 2015. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Doctors divided over Ebola treatment. Boston is eager to begin trial and to end it. And in moments, holiday revelry became a crush. We get the latest from Shanghai. In today's national headlines, in Tent City, a glimmer of hope for the homeless. And Bush leaves some important boards of directors, edging closer to a presidential run. In this morning's financial headlines, government spending, edging up, is a stimulus. Web freedom is expected to be under duress in 2015. And General Motors issues new recalls, this time citing ignition systems. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. Donald G. McNeil has the top story titled, Doctors Divided Over Ebola Treatment. Medical experts seeking to stem the Ebola epidemic are sharply divided over whether most patients in West Africa should or can be given intravenous hydration, a therapy that is standard in developed countries. Some argue that more aggressive treatment with IV fluids is medically possible and a moral obligation. But others counsel caution, saying that pushing too hard would put overworked doctors and nurses in danger, and that the treatment, if given carelessly, could even kill patients. The World Health Organization sees intravenous rehydration, along with constant measuring of blood chemistry, as the main reason that almost all Ebola patients treated in American and European hospitals have survived, while about 70% of those treated in West Africa have died. Experts who favor aggressive rehydration point to several hospitals that claim unusually low death rates as evidence that it is effective. Skeptics say other factors may be at work. Even two of the most admired medical charities have squared off over the treatment. Partners in Health, which is just beginning to treat Ebola patients in West Africa, supports the aggressive treatment. Its officials say the more measured approach taken by Doctors Without Borders is overly cautious. MSF is not doing enough, said Dr. Paul Farmer, one of the founders of Partners in Health, using the French initials for Doctors Without Borders. What if the fatality rate isn't the virulence of disease, but the mediocrity of the medical delivery? Doctors Without Borders representatives disagreed, saying Farmer's assumptions were incorrect and intensive rehydration would probably not save as many patients as he believes. Ebola patients lose up to five quarts of fluid a day through diarrhea and vomiting. In that fluid are electrolytes like potassium, magnesium, sodium, and calcium, and proteins like albumin. Electrolyte loss can stop the heart. Protein loss can cause fatal internal swelling. Rehydrating patients and replacing those elements is the antidote to the idea that everybody's going to die, Farmer said. Every Ebola hospital, he argued, should have a team that specializes in inserting IVs. Farmer has also called for the use of thick needles driven into bone marrow with surgical guns. This procedure, known as intraosseous infusion, is slow, but it reinflates veins too shrunken to admit an intravenous line. However, not all doctors know how to use bone needles or how to inject fluids into empty abdominal spaces, 
another technique endorsed in a Lancet article published on December 4th. Each of the 581 patients the center has treated received IV fluids with electrolytes, they wrote. Even without lab tests, each patient also received an antibiotic, an antiparasitic drug, an antimalarial drug, an anti-vomiting drug, pain pills, vitamins, and zinc. That's effective case management, Farmer said. We're cheering them on.